are Locked On Vikings, your daily Minnesota Vikings podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the Locked On Vikings podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, I'm your host, your pal, and the Katie Copied Off in Math class. My name is Luke Braun. You can find me on Twitter at LukeBraunNFL, and you can find the show on Twitter at Locked On Vikings. And today, for most of the show, we have a very special guest, a good friend of mine, good podcaster, a fellow uh, Vikings show. If you've ever heard of the Norse Code podcast, you know James Pogoshnik, who's the host and producer of the Norse Code podcast. He came on the show and uh, we just are going to kind of chat about Vikings fandom because it was a weird day, wasn't it? So let's go over everything that happened on Tuesday and then we'll get to the interview with James Pogoshnik. Today's episode is brought to you by Run Your Pool. Check them out today and get $10 off at runyourpool.com slash locked on or use promo code locked on at checkout. So today in the world of the Vikings, it was a weird one. Yesterday they did a lot of weird roster stuff and today the weird roster stuff continued. They did a number of weird transactions. Some of them you have to think about, some of them you don't. They also made it for a practice squad. Uh, So we have to kind of go over all of that stuff. But I think the big news that we should start with here is that Irv Smith had his meniscus surgery, and the news that came out of that was not good. So basically, there's two different kinds of meniscus surgery. There is a cleanup procedure that's a very minor one that'll take a few weeks to recover, but you come back from that. And then there's the actual full repair of the damage to the meniscus, which is a much longer recovery that will take several months, and Irv Smith uh, is more than likely out for the season. So... Irv Smith out for the season. That's the headline here, and that sucks. That is devastating, honestly. I was really excited to watch Irv Smith play. Uh, He was exciting in camp. He was exciting in the preseason. I had already kind of called that he had broken out a little bit in December, but nobody noticed because the defense was so bad um, in December of 2020. And so I kind of knew that he was going to come and be really good, be the tight end one. They get rid of Kyle Rudolph. They give him the full job. Tyler Conklin's going to be tight end too. That's going to be the 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 group. And you've got these two young tight ends that can kind of be the duo for as long as it stays together. And it's just immediately ripped away from you. Didn't even get to meaningful football. And, and I think we'll talk a little bit more about this with James. But there is something too. I mean, how many seasons have we done here now where you get really excited about something only to get it ripped away before the Vikings even get a little bit into the season? or before it starts. How many, the Teddy Bridgewater injury in 2016, or 2017, you get really excited after that first game, and then Sam Bradford doesn't play a game again, except for one really terrible half where he was clearly still injured. Uh, You know, you have the Dalvin Cook injury, get so excited about Dalvin Cook those first few few games, boom, he pops his ACL. Get super excited about the Diggs, Thielen, Kirk Cousins thing is like kind of starting to work in in that first game in in uh, 2019. And then uh, he it all falls apart when that Bears game happens and Stefan Diggs like starts asking for a trade. And now you just it's so commonplace for the Vikings to deny you the ability to enjoy things. And it's why on this show so often I'm like, look, enjoy the things you can enjoy because eventually the Vikings will rip this away from you, too. So enjoy it while you got it. Um, So that uh, doominess aside. (laughs) 
Herb Smith out for the season. What happens now is you have Tyler Conklin, you have uh, Chris Herndon, who is uh, coming in from the Jets in a trade, and the Vikings actually made a waiver claim of Ben Ellison, a practice squad tight end who only played a couple games for the Jags. He caught exactly one pass in his rookie year in 2020, undrafted guy at NDSU. Um, seems like primarily a blocking guy, deep roster dude, and then Brandon Dillon still uh, on the roster as well, at least for now. But there's a lot more weird stuff going on. The practice squad was also set. Um, some interesting names among there, Amir Abdullah is actually on the practice squad, not on the active roster. I kind of thought he might come back. He still might. Maybe they can bring him back after week one and then his contract, like money, less money guarantees. There's some contract reasons you might do that. Or maybe he's just a guy that didn't make the team, which would surprise me, but hey, that's how it goes. Uh, Zach Bailey on the practice squad. Jake Vargas, of course. Uh, Tough Borland, the linebacker. Zach Davidson was almost not on the practice squad, but he did elect to stay. Miles Dorn on the practice squad. Uh, Dakota Dozier comes back on the practice squad, so he's probably the first O-lineman to get promoted if they have injury issues. Uh, Kyle Hinton also there. Uh, Myron Mitchell, Perry Nickerson, Wap Fillier, AJ Rose on the practice squad didn't get poached from anybody. The Vikings actually lost nobody to waivers, so everybody they cut is either available or on their practice squad if they want them. And then Ty Smith and Kenny Willekes. Conspicuously missing, Hercules Mata'afa, who the Vikings elected not to uh, retain on their practice squad, so he becomes a free agent. Maybe he'll catch on somewhere else. Uh, and Jake Browning, who isn't coming to the practice squad because Sean Mannion got cut from the Seahawks and the Vikings are going to go sign Sean Mannion. That hasn't processed yet, uh, but from all reports, it's going to happen. So Sean Mannion comes back and he'll be the uh, backup quarterback. Important to mention, he is most likely vaccinated. I asked Corbin Smith at Locked on Seahawks, who has some insider info there in Seattle. Uh, and he says from everything he understands that Sean Mannion is vaccinated. And that's, of course, important to have a vaccinated backup quarterback. Mike Zimmer has said that the importance of that. Uh, and so if there is some sort of COVID outbreak that knocks out the whole quarterback room, you will be down to Sean Mannion and nobody else. But at least you have a guy. Right. And that boy, Jake Browning really lost that opportunity, huh? Uh, he, he he had the job. Like, basically, if you get uh, that five days or four, I think four practices where he was like the only guy and the team was gushing about him. Garrett Bradbury was gushing about him. The coaches were saying he's done a nice job. Um, and he played so poorly in the preseason game that he lost all that goodwill. And now he's not even on the practice squad. He's just a full on free agent and can go play wherever else. So Sean Mannion in, um, and also they did the IR moves, which is also interesting. So of course, Irv Smith on IR, Kenei Wangwu, we knew that, and also Dan Chisena goes on IR. Not on IR, uh, Anthony Barr or Christian Derrissaw. So the way IR works this year after, now we're on the short-term IR, so no season-ending stuff. It can be season-ending. It's only an at least three weeks thing. Uh, that's what the short-term means. So once you go on IR, you cannot come back until three weeks after you get put on it. So all those players can't come back until week four at the earliest, but like with Irv Smith, they can be out all season still. Um, if you went on IR at the outset of uh, camp or before the 53-man rosters were set, you're out for the whole season, like, say, Blake Prohl. Um, and that was a, move, a change they made to try to uh, prevent abuse of the IR system. So now they have uh, those three guys on short-term IR, but Christian Derrissaw, that also kind of implies they probably think Christian Derrissaw would miss less than three weeks. 
So if they expect him to be able to return before he would be eligible, they're not going to put him on IR. And same thing with Anthony Barr. All the reporting says for both of those guys, we'll call him 50-50 to be healthy enough for week one. But, you know, of course, Anthony Barr would get in. But Christian Derrissaw, he's not going to get that starting left tackle job by default anyway. So even once he's healthy, he can come in and be a backup. And if Rashad Hill gets hurt, then that's that. But in season, winning that job is a lot harder because you can't exactly split reps. You can't have Rashad Hill and Christian Derrissaw go every other series in practice. You're trying to prepare for a game. That's too much stuff to mess around with, and you have limited reps with limited contact and stuff like that. So you can't do that. Um, And so you basically just have to wait for Rashad Hill to give up the job, either by getting benched or getting hurt, and that's not in Christian Derrissaw's control. So I don't know when or if Christian Derrissaw starts at all this season. It is kind of up to Rashad Hill now. And if you are not a believer in Rashad Hill, you think he's going to play poorly enough to get benched right away, great. Sure, that's going to happen. Uh, they also have cut Britton Colquitt, but are going to bring him back as well, which is also confusing. <laughs> um, so he was actually on a two-year deal with like signing bonus in it, but that signing bonus doesn't accelerate like it normally would because we're too late in the year. We're after June 1st. So uh, they can actually cut and re-sign him to basically the exact same deal and it can cost the exact same amount or less if they want to or whatever. So I don't really know what the deal is with that. Uh, but it did happen, but it seems like Britton Colquitt will still be the punter for the Vikings as of this recording, but we don't really know, and the Vikings are weird, and to that weirdness, uh, there is like no better person in the entire sphere of Vikings media uh, that I would rather talk to you about the Vikings being weird than James Pogoshnik, so uh, we're going to bring him in here in just a little bit, but first... You probably all have some sort of pool, uh, either a pick'em or a survival or whatever with your coworkers, with your family, uh, your group of friends, whatever. And runyourpool.com is the best place to host those pools. They offer dozens of formats like survivor, pick'em, squares, margins, confidence pools, 33, and more. They host formats for NFL and college football, one-week things, full-season playoffs, even Super Bowl stuff for your Super Bowl party. And unlike other fantasy sports platforms, Run Your Pool has options and settings to make it your own. You can even brand your pool for your local business, bar, or restaurant. Reconnect with friends and join nearly 2 million football fans to make every game action-packed this season. Check them out today and get $10 off at runyourpool.com slash locked on, or you can use a promo code locked on at checkout, all one word, locked on. Anywhere, everywhere in the world, Run Your Pool helps friends and colleagues compete. The NFL season starts September 9th, so start today at runyourpool.com slash locked on and have your pool up and running in minutes. Run Your Pool slash locked on. Game on. All right, everybody, continuing on here on the Locked On Vikings podcast. Got a really fun guest. We've been trying to get this together for a while. Uh, Norse Code host and producer, James Pogoshnik. What's going on, James? Uh, not too much. Actually, I've been uh, I've been looking at the Mark Davis house for most of the day, the one that he's building out in Henderson. Uh, and I'm trying to figure out, because there was a story that came out recently that he had claimed that he was broke. Uh, and yet he's building this $14 million house out in Nevada. And I was trying to figure out if this was like, you know, because billionaires like that to a go crime? space. No, no, no. It's not a crime. Oh, but are we sure? Well, the house is questionable. It might have a detention center. <laughs> but my question <laughs> with the house was whether or not, because billionaires like to go up to space, whether or not he was actually trying to turn this into like a Star Wars Star Destroyer. Yeah. I saw a lot of people saying like, Disney's going to sue this guy. <laughs> <laughs> like just, just looking at the house. 
uh, and the renders of it, I do question whether or not this has the ability to like leave, <laughs> just leave Nevada, just like the just like the Raiders left LA, but you know, in much more <laughs> spectacular fashion, and probably with at least one more death laser on it. At least one. So, uh, James, I'm really glad that, to have you on today because as of this recording, we are in the middle of the Vikings being very, very weird. They are cutting people and re-signing them the next day. They uh, currently do not have a punter under employ, although it is rumored that Britton Colquitt will come back tomorrow, even though he got cut. Uh, they just got their long snapper back, Andrew DePaolo. They cut him for a day. They did the same with Everson Griffin. Um, so I figured this is a great time as we approach uh, what is sure to be another we'll go with eventful season. Uh to just kind of chat about what it's like to be a fan in these crazy times. And my, well, my, my first question is what was your favorite chaotic thing to cover on the Norse code podcast? Boy, my favorite chaotic thing to cover on the Norse code show would it's, it has to somewhere be between the Minneapolis miracle and the drama that Adrian Peterson was kept finding himself in that that uh, that whole uh, that whole year that he had to take off <laughs> because the league said no you could <laughs> He was play. asked kindly. <laughs> he was asked kindly to perform a stop it. Uh yeah, so that but but during that period of time what what, what people seem to forget and it's kind of been like whitewashed over is Adrian Peterson just likes to say things. And oh my god, became, yeah. That became a trope on the show. And so yeah. when it came to that period of time it was really fun was just listening to adrian peterson either a attempt to explain away child abuse or which is a fun sentence to say by the way uh or <laughs> or listening to him just be like no i'm i'm gonna come back and i'm i'm gonna come back later this season and hit 2500 yards just you wait and yeah you know then you have the camel incident uh where he's riding oh the camel God. at his birthday and his and, agent like randomly wearing a bucks hat or whatever that was yep and the, like and like <laughs> trying to start rumors about other trades and and all of that. So it, it really has just been one of the more fantastic, like it, it really is a fun team to cover at times. Uh, I think Arif had put it best, like at least this team is never boring. <laughs> it may yeah. never be really great, but by God, it, the, covering this team is never truly boring. Like I'm still trying yeah. to figure out right now with the signings and releases right now, if this is just a situation of trying to get a, to try to get these players back at like less money. Uh, if this is something like a paperwork thing, or if they're just proverbial, uh, proverbially just rolling up a newspaper and just smacking <laughs> Britton Colquitt on the nose and going, "No, your first pro your first uh, preseason game was terrible. You made up for it those those last two, but those that first one was just trash." <laughs> they should have done that then after that one, and then we could all blame it and, and be like, "Oh, look, he fixed his technique. They must have gotten through to him by firing him." <laughs> <laughs> like week you know, week one of the preseason, the releases list as like you know the ninth string wide receiver and Britton yeah. Colquitt never was like oh my god I are and like Zimmer's serious about this okay they signed him <laughs> the next week and just have Zach Davidson punt the second game and just say yeah too bad buddy <laughs> make him crawl back to you exactly like Britton now what did you learn good now. <laughs> Now work on that kicking style, please. We we desperately need it. We will need it this season. 
Uh, I want to keep talking to you, James. We'll we'll talk a little bit. We'll we'll try to talk a little more about current events instead of just reminiscing. Um, so everybody stick around. We'll talk to James a little more in just a sec. But first, I want to talk to you about Grambling. BetOnline.ag has so many different ways that you can bet on the Vikings specifically. You can bet on anything, football, college football, uh, any other sport, even your favorite Vegas casino games. You can bet the Vikings. If the Vikings win between five and nine games, that is a minus 145 outcome. So you make a little bit less than uh, double your money. They If they win 10 to 14 games, that is a plus 115 outcome. So if you're feeling the Vikings, you can get plus 115 a little bit more than double your money zero to four wins really disastrous is a plus 800 outcome if you want to emotionally hedge and if you're completely insane you can bet them plus 3300 to win 15 to 17 games in the 2021 regular season they also have an opening day super promo make a bet on the thursday september 9th season opener between the buccaneers and cowboys if you lose your wager can be refunded up to 25 bucks all for using the promo code NFL 100 if you're a new customer and you sign up and you'll also get a hundred percent welcome bonus just go to the website use your mobile device sign up and use that promo code bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports bet online your online sportsbook experts I also want to talk to you about your car you, you got to make sure that you're taking care of your car if you don't get that weird little sound checked out if you don't get your oil changed regularly a cheap expense can turn into an expensive one really, 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 really fast. I don't want that to happen to you, and I want you to be safe. Make sure you got jumper cables in your car, a flashlight, an ice scraper if you live in Minnesota or somewhere else where it gets cold, all that stuff. You don't want to get stranded on the road, and you know, on the side of the road and not have what you need, like a tire kit and all that stuff like that. And you can get all those supplies if you don't have them on the cheap at rockauto.com. And when I say on the cheap, I don't mean cheaper versions of the supplies. I mean the exact same stuff you would get at a brick-and-mortar auto shop around the corner. You can get it at rockauto.com. They will sort through their gigantic catalog of car parts to make sure you're getting something compatible with your car. So head on over to rockauto.com. At checkout, there's a how you heard about us section. Make sure you let them know that Locked On sent you because if you don't, the bunnies will be forced to get an OnlyFans. Rock Auto amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All right, so back here with James Pagoshnik of the Norse Code podcast, established 2013, uh, much to everybody's chagrin. Um, I, I guess let's, here's what I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about fantasy football. That is an excellent topic. <laughs> if anybody is here to tell, if, if I can be anything, it should be a living example of what not to do in fantasy. What is the the cardinal rule of the Norse Code Fantasy Football League? Well, I'm glad you asked. You know, <laughs> what's great about then what's great about this rule is that it didn't start until uh, it, it started before the rule change. So the way that Norse Code oh. Fantasy Leagues work, and there's there's many of them that I that I curate. The rule started uh, the year before the extra point uh, was moved. Mm. Uh, so it was it was changed before the before the uh, before the rule happened. So Norse code fantasy leagues are special because extra points are worth uh, missed extra. <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Let me just excuse me. So the Norse code league is special because missed extra points are worth negative twenty five points. <laughs> you did not misstate that. If your kicker misses an extra point, it is worth. My, it'll wipe out your whole running backs day. This is a league where you will see Justin Tucker picked number one overall. And I did that and I nearly won the league. <laughs> it's it's true. It like 
it kind of brings me to want to talk about like Vikings fandom in general, because we are truly like the Vikings have two purposes. One is to be a laughing stock and hilarious. And two is to systematically annihilate Vikings fans. You know, I used to think that, but after watching the, uh, after watching the secret base, uh, oh, the Falcons. The Falcons. I just watched the, the last episode and it made me think about Vikings fandom so much about like, you know, the personality of, of Falcons fans and how much Michael Vick like influenced that and all that. And I think what's the personality of Vikings fans? It's just like seeking and like with with a homing missile, just seeking out the next thing that's going to hurt us. Uh, basically, I mean, every game turns into group therapy at some point. Yeah, it's it it, it is kind of like the the gal, and I think that's what you do so well on on Norse Code, with uh, you know, well, Reef does the actual analysis and you know makes content like the the fanness of it. You know, there's something to well, what expectations can we set for Kirk Cousins this year? And there's something to oh my God, Irv Smith's knee shattered. Uh, I am going to dive into a volcano, and just that catharsis <laughs> well, just, and, just somebody and we, else saying it and, and my favorite part of of doing the show sometimes tends to be the the really the really tragic parts the really difficult parts like when dalvin okay. when dalvin cook's knee exploded we turned the first quarter of the show into a mailbag devoted specifically to dalvin questions and a lot of it turned into existential dread and <laughs> and that in turn turns into a reef as the philosopher and so we get questions like, why can't we have nice things? And we just got to branch off into Eastern religion and Eastern, like <laughs> Eastern <laughs> philosophy. And I've, I've discovered those it, just kind of going back on previous episodes and like working on like bonus material for Patreon and stuff where like that sort of thing comes up and it, it turns into part mailbag on what are we going to do? And part like wailing wall situations <laughs> like how do we handle this just just let it all out guys we're just going to do this for like 20 minutes just just let just let all that emotion out and, and be good and that's been that's been a lot of fun and and arif and i have a pretty good rapport uh and have developed that over the years despite all of the uh uh despite <laughs> all the corners that we seem to have to cover <laughs> By the, uh, by, the end of, <laughs> by the end of the shows. Yeah, we all uh, at some point we became beekeeping, beekeeping experts, passive aggressive experts, although I've always been a passive aggressive. Well, well every Minnesotan. Well, <laughs> I seem to be doing that very quite well at that. And the uh, we have the relationship corner. We have the parenting. We have the parenting thing, which is a reef's corner. Uh, and I usually uh, step in because I have kids. Uh, only when he gives <laughs> advice that could when, kill when it them. starts to get like legally dicey. <laughs> we like Arif. I don't see what the problem is with them playing with electrical tools. Like, so, so, hold on, don't stop. Wait, wait, stop. wait, wait, wait. The lawyer's <laughs> telling me we gotta. In this case, I actually have to do something here. So, but you know, you know that sort of thing. And yeah, you know, we have uh, we have a lot of fun doing the show. And Arifa said too is like, if this show wasn't as fun as it as it, as it is, uh, and if the questions weren't weren't fun and everything, we we wouldn't be doing it still. Yeah, we're we're eight years in now, and it's 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 a lot of fun. It's it's a little bit of work during the regular season doing two shows a uh, two shows a week. I can't even imagine what it must be like to do more than two shows a week. That must be terribly <laughs> difficult. That um, yeah, boy. Hey, they're all they're all a half hour though. Oh, okay. Well, why don't you tell people where uh, they can find everything you do? Well, we are at uh, we are the Norse Code Podcast. It is everywhere podcasts are aggregated. I think is the line we use at the end of the show. Uh, so you know, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, YouTube and uh, and 
the wonderful and never broken Apple Podcast app. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in addition, we you can find us over at uh, at Norse Code DN on Twitter. I'm Big Mono at on Twitter, but I don't tweet as much from my personal account. Usually, the the good stuff ends up going over to Norse Code DN. And uh, do not follow Don from Ohio. It's a terrible idea. And nope. uh, I don't uh, I don't suggest anybody do it, quite frankly. <laughs> we'll leave it at that then, James. Thank you so much for uh, taking some time to hang out and just talk about being a Vikings fan with me no. here on the Lockdown Vikings podcast. Not a problem. Glad to be on. Thank you. All right. Tomorrow, get your questions in. We will cover whatever other transaction nonsense we have to cover. And then we're going to do a mailbag, a little Friday fun mailbag. So get your questions in at Luke Braun NFL on Twitter at Locked on Vikings on Twitter. You can email them to Locked on Vikings podcast at gmail.com or fill out the Google form in the show notes. So I'll see you all then for that Friday fun bag. Also got to tell you about the ultimate NFL season preview that we are doing with Odyssey uh, and Odyssey partners Ross Tucker and Jason LaConfora. We are doing the ultimate preview. So we get all of the locked on hosts for that division, uh, one division a day from August 30th, which was Monday to all the way through September 8th, the day before the season opener. Uh, We all get together, do a four way crossover. The NFC North one is super fun. I can't wait for that one to come out for you guys to hear it. Uh, So go check that out. It is a separate podcast feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast, the ultimate 2021 NFL season preview. Go check it out. I will see you all tomorrow. And as always, skull.